0: Hi right, Elliot, bring us in Let's rock and roll alright y'all, welcome back Conflict and Interest, we back. E, how's it going, man? I hate your intro. I know you hate it, but it's okay. It's you, have so, to roll, like... you have to roll it back. It's so generic. I don't know. We're trying to figure out how to do the intro. We did it last week where we had like a conversation and then we just led into the intro just being welcome back to Conflict and Interest. You wanted to bring the intro back. I've been saying you should do it in Spanish. In Spanish? Yeah. You know how many girls would be like, oh my God. <laughs> Maybe another time. I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, we got a very special guest with us. Uh, I Maverick. How's it going, man? What's going on, man? Thank, oh. thank you. Thank you for not doing this one in Spanish. That would have thrown me. Oh, off. <laughs> I, I would
1: have been like, okay,
0: I, I wouldn't even know how to start that. But yeah, no, uh, it's fantastic. He guys, he's on YouTube. He does gaming. He does super uh, fun vlog channels. You also uh he told me you also have a podcast with your wife, which is super I cool. I had to listen oh. to that. Freaking looks sounds like fun. So I'm excited for that. Let me uh,
2: me give some backstory. Go for it. Oh. Because you know
0: him way more than I do.
2: So, Mav, I like he's a YouTuber. I've been watching him since I was like 16, right? And so to give context, how old are you now? 24. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Right? Right. And long story short, because we don't have too much, too much time. But full circle comes around. I end up interning for him and his company hit it off we have a great relationship and shoot my shot want to be on the pod he said (laughs) yeah cool and it wasn't until like i think two days before he's like so what is your pod about
1: (laughs) so i was like that's all for the strength though of how much how much you helped us and how much you came in and was and amazing you were in the internship man i appreciate that but yeah
2: um you introduced yourself you know more about yourself than we knew.
1: Man, oh okay. So in our coaching program, when we have new students come on, I'll uh I'll ask them two questions. And the first one, I even give the disclaimer, I'm like, yo, just tell me about yourself. Cause I and I tell them I hate when people ask me this question, yeah. but I love asking it to people because it's so lazy. Like, what do you say? <laughs> what I don't know what's relevant. I'm better at answering questions. Um, I think only thing that might be relevant. To what you guys said is mm-hmm. I got an amazing wife right there. Mm-hmm. We just celebrated 11 years of marriage. And I got go. three amazing daughters right there. And a son, Bao, right there. What are, what are the kids' so, names? So we have Larray, who's my oldest. Lavelle, the middle. Lyrics, the youngest daughter. And then mm-hmm. DJ, or Dion Jr., my son. Hey, um, I, I I can't wait to have a kid. Man saying I that. know you can't you just got married you've been practicing Woo-woo. you're ready <laughs> oh, <we> practicing? <laughs> oh, my God. but like but oh, then my God. but then
2: part of me is like uh but like I'm not ready for the kid yet but I want the
1: kid now yeah you know it's hard you, to get to a place where you're like perfectly ready with yeah. a lot of things you know what I mean yeah like when you launch the podcast like how do, how are you perfectly ready you don't know like you just do it yeah. And you get better. My man's still figuring out the intro, getting roasted by his co host. You, you just got <laughs> to just like that dive That's daily, kinda, bro. It's like that's kind of how parenting is. Like you dive in, you think you got it, and you wake up and it's you, you still figuring it out. So exactly. exactly. is
0: what it is. But I thought just so we could get to know you a little better. I mean, EJ already knows you, but we're going to have one question for you just to kind of pick your brain a little bit. So Let's I think it. EJ, you're going to ask him first.
2: Before we continue though.
0: Mav, you're going to hear him call me EJ. And Ellie, you're going to hear him call me Eli. Okay. Oh, that's
1: right. Are you used to
0: calling him Eli? I know. I've never. So you told me, EJ, you like to be called Elijah. That's Okay.
1: When I turn like. Oh, I didn't even ask permission. I just started
0: calling (laughs) Elijah. It
2: It doesn't offend me. I'm I'm cool with it. But when I turned like 19, I just stopped introducing myself as EJ. Because I was like, that feels kind of like, you know. Yeah. So everyone that knows me personally, like from before, know me as EJ. Mm. But then
1: everyone and you pass else, life. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you got? What beef you got with Eli? So you make everyone finish it out? They gotta say Elijah. No, no, no. I say Elijah. It just turns into Eli. Yeah. Okay. Because
0: it makes sense. But
1: right, right, right. Okay. All
0: right. But yeah. Glad we glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, EJ. What's your first question? Or your first one question.
2: Question. question. This is the icebreaker. Okay. Um. When we started our podcast, we had a bet, okay? The, the <laughs> loser of the bet had to do a punishment challenge. Nice. The question was, do
0: you prefer a Big Mac or a Whopper? This is the real hard-hitting questions right here.
1: Actually, it's not. I'm going to go Whopper decisively. But here, hold up. Hear me out. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. If you would have thrown in like a double quarter pounder, though, with Mac <laughs> sauce and bacon, then I would have <laughs> went over to the dark side with McDonald's. But because you locked me in this box of a Big Mac, I'm going Whopper.
0: Dang. That's the I right answer, grilled. in my Ellie, opinion. You be eating Big Macs? I be Ellie. eating Big Macs, man. I lost, nah, I paid, lost that bro. bet. You nah, lost, too. A little too,
1: too, little too oniony, kind of. Like, I just can't feel it Yeah, But I'll take the Mac sauce
0: it on Mac a double quarter blessed, pounder.
1: I'm trying to tell you, have you tried a double quarter pounder with Max sauce?
0: No, I don't think That's we, even what have, you're do saying we have double quarter pounders here in Canada. Yes. Do we?
1: I was about to say, y'all. Need I was to, like, what? I hope so. Yeah. We yes.
0: Do. I hope so. Okay. Right, try well, that out. And then we'll hit me
1: it. up. Double quarter pounder with the Max sauce.
0: I bet. All right. Sounds oh. good. But right. I, I won that bet. So I'm happy regardless. The people were with me. so that's I what mean, all the people are wrong, but it's cool. <laughs> okay. My question. So wait, what challenge did you do for that? What was the plan So He there? did a taste testing challenge where he was blindfolded and I gave him items. one Was it one through 12 or one through 10? Yeah. So he just picked at random. If he got seven of them right, he didn't have to try the other three. Nice. And so we had stuff ranging from what was it, sardines to, like, hot sauce to prunes. He found Mm. prunes the worst one. Mm. Prunes are, like, the best one. I'm a chef, though, so, like, I I knew what most of them were.
1: Okay, go ahead. You can't get me. Chef EJ.
0: (laughs) Okay, one of the first videos that E showed me of your channel was the Shashroman Challenge. Oof. And I was like, (laughs) bruh, how on earth, first of all, whose idea was that, and how did you actually do it, like, She's trying to convince me to do it, and I'm not buying it at all. So how was right. that? Man,
1: that was horrible. I don't know whose idea was. <laughs> it was. It might have been mine. You know what Got I mean? It. When you get on YouTube, it does some weird stuff to your brain, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And at certain times, you'll try, you'll try some stuff out there. And so it might have been a recommended, I don't know, but I signed off on it. And it was horrible. Here Now, here's what's fluffed up. Mm -hmm. is we did that like late night we were about to go to some event i can't remember all of us were going and so we stayed up we probably did that at like midnight whatever we came so we were gone for maybe a week some days or a week we came back the office still smelled like it oh my my god like it is that bad and so i don't know what country it's from but they just be eating that like it's a thing so that's wild to know that people out there exist
0: i mean they eat that like casually Yes, that's not that's not a so you still want to do this, DJ?
2: You still want to eat? This I keep instrument? saying that we should use it as a punishment challenge. Because to me, that's a punishment.
0: That's a big but, punishment. But he's scared. I am one. very scared. I have a weak Ooh. stomach. So oh, if, if that this, that I know will this is not for you, then yeah. This is not for me. But I think that's no. why it should be for you. <laughs> for now, the, what beautiful. are you guys wagering? Huh? What's the bet on? So, usually what we do is we let the people know we're gonna do a punishment challenge, and we give something that's Broad enough that everybody can vote on, and mm. whoever loses that vote does the punishment challenge. You like the Big aside. Mac Whopper. Yeah, the Big right. Mac Whopper.
1: I like that. Well, right. when y'all figure that out, let me know. All right. So I can vote. you <laughs> just <He's laughs> gonna vote to
2: make me eat. I'm,
0: I'm gonna ask the Big Mac Whopper question again. <laughs> <laughs> again. You lose twice. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of to pick your brain. So for those of you who don't really know what you do, kind of give like a brief synopsis of like what you do.
1: Yeah.
2: What kind of channel so, is it?
0: Yeah. Man, so if you
1: my name on social media is Dion does really because I'd, I'd be doing a lot, man. And okay. I have this bad habit of I, I don't like how people will sometimes try to like box you in and say that you do that. And that's actually how it started. Mm. Um, so I started doing a YouTube channel and it was all Madden. It was actually called Madden Mastermind, and that was the deal, just boom, boom, boom. Just like most. Just like humans in general, I kind of got sick of that. You know yeah. what I mean? I loved Madden, but it became—it was like a leech. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I gotta do some other stuff. And every time I tried, people were like, "Just stick to Madden." Eh, and it was—and it was frustrating, man, because you post something else, people kind of care, but not as much as yeah. they did Madden. And so that was actually a big point for me to actually stick to something and build an audience, and you know, get to a place where people cared about things outside of Madden.
0: Yeah,
1: and I've kind of. Took that and ran with it. And so, in short, if you ask me what do I do, I man, I might actually need to think about it. But <sighs> I will say it's man, here's what I do. I wake up every day and I'm trying to connect with God and I'm saying, Hey, what do you what do you have for me in this season? And that's led me to a lot of different things. It started with content creation. Um, you could even argue marketing, sales, um, Man, there was times when I was younger where I wanted to do music and props to or you know, with Chef EJ now, we're actually chefing up some music stuff. And I see stuff like that coming back around. And so, um, depending on what angle you look at, I might be a YouTuber for you, I might be a podcaster, I might be a coach Mm -hmm. or a mentor. Uh, we, we do a lot, but I will say probably the the genesis of it, of it all for us, at least. But the first thing that really blew up for me was the YouTube channel. Mm. But but for me, I struggle to even say that that was the start because that's when, you know, maybe people like EJ cared, but I was trying a lot that led to that moment, you know, that kind of, I feel, like I always say this, well, I say this because I heard it somewhere. Can you remember where I heard it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's two types of work. You got the work that you do on a thing. And sometimes that work doesn't work out. And we tend to think that we failed or it was an L, but that work was always doing work on you as well. And so I had a, if you, we have a true, a weekly Bible study called the truth project and they make fun of me because I had a coupon site called Bada Blam that I thought was going to be the next biggest hit. Like Groupon had kind of just dropped, but this was doper and it was called Bada Blam. And you were going to get deals and they're going to be so good. You just said Bada Blam. Like I was going to make it its own word, kind of like Google. And I was like, for sure this was going to be the thing that it didn't work. It never even really officially launched. Um, Mm. but I learned so many things, right. I learned web development and I learned, I learned sales. I was actually going to restaurants and trying to get them to buy into this. And so, um, before I got on YouTube, I was doing marketing for local small businesses. I'm not doing that now, but all of these skills have kind of led to everything that I'm doing. So, yeah, And you asked me this next year, I could be, you know, God could have moved us in a little bit of a different direction. So I hate, I'm complicated, Elliot. I know you just wanted a simple (laughs) YouTuber answer, but that's just how I wake up and I think about it, you know?
0: No, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, kind of to, for this episode, we wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit on that side of it. Cause I know for EJ and myself, we're trying to make this podcast a thing. We're trying to make it like our business, our brand. and so. We wanted to, as somebody who has succeeded in that, we wanted to kind of just, again, get to know what the mindset was behind certain situations. So one of the biggest things for me I wanted to know is, like, what is what was, like, your, what were, what were your feelings like on those, like, low points of not seeing interaction, not seeing, like, progress? Because for us, like, we're just starting, and then we've talked about it even after recordings, that, like there are times where we feel like we're putting all this work in. we're doing the visuals, we're doing YouTube, we're doing the audio for Spotify app, everything. And all of it is for like, we're not seeing the, the interaction. We're not seeing progress for that. So where, like for you specifically growing your brand, what was that like? Like those low, low points of just being like, do I even continue?
1: Right. I feel exactly how you
0: feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly how it
1: felt. And I think what's important to so I'm kind of going back and I'm going to coach my younger self back then. It's important to remember that that's how the game works. Like that's how anything works when you first get started. Um, anyone that's been to the gym, right? It yeah. There's a, there's a sense of input lag. If anyone's a gamer, I use a lot of video game references because I actually <laughs> believe life is, I think God is a, best game designer ever and so i look at life like a game and there and sometimes if you got maybe you got bad wi-fi actually my man i ain't gonna i don't hate to expose him but ellie's wi-fi was tripping when we first got on absolutely it's not the first time it's right top and multiple (laughs) and so we know in games there's this input lag sometimes when your wi-fi is bad where you push a button and you know you pushed it in confidence but it takes a while for it to actually you know, um, manifest in the game, mm. and when you first get started in something, that input lag can be pretty big. And there's this idea you you have to get momentum, right? And so there's a lot of energy going on, and there's a lot of confusion, and you feel like a rocket ship. I actually heard they say that what rocket ships burn half of their fuel on takeoff because it it, it it takes a lot, right? Mm. And I think again, going back and coaching, well. I, Coaching a younger my younger self and I have a lot of students. And I got to remind them like this is is part of the game. Right. And that's why none of our sales messaging is that hey, push two buttons and be successful. Mm -hmm. Like it's supposed to be hard. Think about what you're jumping into, like as a content creator, especially like the barrier for entry is getting lower and lower and lower. And so it's easier and easier for people to start podcasts. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a big podcaster or even a relevant podcaster the numbers are against you yep. like it's it's not easy and so understanding that know what goes into it and stick with it um, when you first plant a seed right and you're watering it you man mm-hmm. you don't see anything for a while there's a huge input lag but you got to trust that that work that you're doing um, is going to pop up. I don't know that you kind of asked this, but I kind of inspired myself. I hope you don't mind me saying this. Yeah, no. I also think it's important to notice, and this is the biggest, this is why I'm so big in coaching and finding a mentor, finding someone that knows what you're doing is because when you're starting out, you're probably just busy and you're not effective at all. Like you're doing a lot, but you're not doing any of the right things. And mm-hmm. because we don't know better, we just think, well, well, I, ooh, I'm, I, don't, I don't want to go on too many rants. If I get too ranty, y'all stop me, right?
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, I, I warned it, you, Elliot, about warned You forewarned me before the recording. <laughs> I will go.
1: Man, EJ will ask me a simple question. Dion, is it left or right? And I got a whole philosophical breakdown. <laughs> but, but here's why, though. Because, and this is one of the first things we teach in our, our new Level Cap coaching program, is this difference between speed and velocity. When you mm-hmm. first get started in something, right? You just think I got to go. I got to go. I got to go fast. Now, the difference between speed and velocity is an actual direction. We, I had to relearn this. We, I forgot this in school, right? But so I can be going 60 miles per hour and that's the speed. But when I have a velocity, I have a point A and a point B, a direction I'm supposed to go. And so if you guys, let's say, for example, one of your targets is to grow your podcast. Is it better to be going 100 miles per hour? The wrong way or even to be going two miles per hour in the right way mm. and this is what people don't get they um and this is why if you go check our channel now you have to go check it quick because we're actually in the process of changing this but a lot of our branding and our channel art is old and it's not even updated and this isn't this is on purpose because when i launched our our coaching years ago that's all everybody cared about like people that were just starting their their youtube channel they wanted it to look pretty mm. and and they wanted it to look good more than they even wanted it to be good. And I was trying to show them like, that is so backwards. Like let's start at the core. Let's actually make sure what you have is actually good because when you do that, you, you can get all the other stuff wrong. Right. And, and it's more about positioning yourself in the right way in the right space. And then you go with the grain versus against the grain. And so we, we, Since then, we launched a a whole different channel, two channels since then, didn't even touch the the art on it. Mm -hmm. Just to show them that it's like, at the end of the day, right? When EJ first found us, the reason he's been watching us for eight years wasn't because he was like, man, that intro stinger just has me hooked. (laughs) Like from the first time I saw it, I just knew I had to put in eight years. It was like, no, he actually gives a fluff about the people he's watching. And so if you can spend more time on just getting good being good and all of your, again, this is velocity over speed. If you're moving two miles in the right way, you're going to slowly build momentum. And then everything you do compounds, but everyone, when they first get started, they're busy. They try something, it doesn't work. And so you go 10 miles in this direction, nine miles in this, and you're just always, you're, you're moving, but you're really just going in circles. Mm. And so if you can get around someone that knows what they're doing, you can, but here's why it is important to just get going and get started. Cause then you can have a mentor or someone come in, look at what you're doing and tell you that it's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and correct certain things. And you're already in the game. You've learned a few lessons. And then at that, so another example from one of our coaching calls, we had someone that we, they had a business goal. And it was going to take them, night, they had it for 90 days. They wanted to do something over the course of 90 days. And when they told me someone has done it, I was like, wait, we could do that in nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Why would you spend 90 days on something that's that is that, but they didn't know, like you don't know what you yeah. don't know. And so this is the price we pay when we try to just figure things out. And we try a bunch of things. We're busy, similar to a farmer that might plant the seed and they sit there and they dance around it and they're doing pushups around it and they're sweating they might even look at it and stare at it, but it's like, did you water it? Nah, nah, I ain't water it. Well, no wonder it didn't grow. And and that's what I find in the and 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 because of that, actually growing and progressing and standing out from the crowd isn't that hard when you look at it that way. Because ninety nine percent of people are just busy. That kind of leads me to a question. I love it.
2: Um, especially today, I think a lot of people have. Um, the same kind of content.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: with social media being so oversaturated with everybody doing something, it seems like everybody's doing the same thing, but it's just this person has these people watching him do that thing. These people have these people watching them do that thing, but it's the same thing, right? Yeah. So standing out, how do you, like, if you don't have a mentor, how is one to know if they have something that's worth investing in, business wise,
1: that's good. That's good. So, if you ask me, I think the only thing worth investing in, like with everything you got, is something that you feel like is is from God. And mm-hmm. so that's not like the sexy answer. Someone actually just on my text blast someone who was texting and kind of asked something similar. I told him that is. If you had to ask me, I believe this game called life was created, right? I believe in this three-dimensional space, like for something to exist, it was created. Like it didn't Mm -hmm. just pop up. Like I didn't just wake up and it was like, oh, this shaker bottle. Like, no, someone created this. Okay. Um, And this is like a fractal or just an, an image of what actually God did. And so as humans, we create things. And so we know there's a creator. The humans, we didn't create ourselves, right? Like Mm believe God made us and made us in his image. And so this shaker bottle, even if you don't know that it has a purpose, just for the fact that it exists, we know it has a purpose. You just might not know it. And so as a human, I believe you have a purpose just because you don't know now. And what we do as humans is the equivalent of this shaker bottle waking up and saying, you know what? I want to be a baseball bat because I was on Instagram. <laughs> I saw this baseball bat that was hitting home runs. And so it's out there like beating his head against baseballs and it's breaking down and it's bent and it because it wasn't meant to be a bat. And then it wants to hire a coach. And then it's like, I'm depressed. I need and then it goes to therapy. And then it's taking medication because it's not being successful at being a baseball bat. But if it would have went to its creator, now I'm not as creative, uh, Ambrosia uh, Collective is its creator, <laughs> shout out to Mike Rashid and, and all of them. So they created it and they know its intention. They know its purpose to the point, this probably doesn't have like a manual on it, but my, my iPhone has a manual on it from the creator that it breaks down all, all of the functions, how it works. It, they even have a mm. warranty. So if something goes wrong, you can run back to the creator and get get all you need, right? If uh, you can get miracles, right? Things that break and die, you go back to the Creator; it'll come back fixed, okay? And sometimes they'll they'll expedite it and rush ship it overnight when you go back to the Creator. And so, again, people don't like this answer. This is like the real Christian. This isn't popular, Mm -hmm. um, but I think people should invest time to get a relationship with God. Go to their Creator, okay? Again, the fact that they exist, they they were created and that creator can give them purpose can can open that to them and they can walk in that and, mm-hmm. and and i truly believe that when you're walking inside god's purpose and things go crazy things go wrong you can run back to the creator for provision right through prayer and you and you can see miracles you can see you can walk on water you can see the red sea open and whatever area you need in your life when you are wrapping your life around god's will and so that's what I think is the starting place because that's where miracles can happen.
0: Absolutely. Now, now, now
1: here's what you really asked. And I'll kind of continue with that because remind me, I've been ranting, but you said you want to know, like how do you know you have something that's valuable, like in the marketplace, right? Hold on mm-hmm. before you continue that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I thought it was unlimited. Why is it telling me that I have nine minutes? So
2: Elliot, technical difficulties again, <laughs> Lord <have> mercy, <laughs> Elliot Camargo. <laughs> thought that he had the Zoom that had the unlimited Zoom.
1: Cause it was through my Zoom... school.
0: That's what I thought it was. <laughs>
1: well, oh, they ain't give y'all the Zoom premium.
0: No, they didn't give me be. the Zoom premium. We just so, restart it or no, we can uh,
2: we got in in like five minutes, I'll restart it. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll continue from there. All right. All right. So I'll just I'll just edit it to like sound cohesive.
1: Yeah. Perfect. i Where was it. I at? Was I talking about something or was you?
0: <laughs> I, was, I was just listening, bro. <laughs> right, right. You were talking about uh, the idea of... um, Oh, like value. And, yeah, value. I followed and up with a, the question. So I guess I did
1: kind of throw way, it to yeah. you, right? Because you were asking about more so how you stand out in the marketplace and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that more of it, right? Is that yeah. what I was hearing from you? Yeah,
2: kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, more so like a niche because I know like my Instagram is full of different business kind of stuff,
0: yeah. right?
2: And it's kind of like what you said. Like a lot of them say things like in 30 days, you can become whatever, whatever. And it sounds good, right? right. But I'm like, but I keep seeing ads where everybody's doing the same thing. So in my yeah. head, I'm like, it looks like they're all succeeding. But then I wonder how many of them are actually succeeding or they're just Passing Ooh. that entry that entry point because
1: yep. it's so easy to get in. Right. So here's what I think. Again, this ain't a popular answer, man. Y'all, people gonna come here. They are gonna be mad. They like. <laughs> I thought he was about to give all the cheats, all the easy stuff. Fine I'm glad if they're if they're mad at someone that's not me.
2: I'm
1: cool <laughs> right. For once,
0: maybe <laughs> cool get mad that. at you. Okay.
1: Well, I guess I'm the scapegoat this time. But <laughs> I would say the reason most stuff is cookie cutter and it feels the same and you, whatever is because it's, it's vanity and it's not real value. Again, I'm in like hyper coach mode. Y'all got to forgive me. So I'm going to, I'm not trying to like sideways plug. This is how I rant. EJ mm-hmm. knows. Um, but I'm in a very coach heavy mindset right now. Cause we're doing a lot of coaching calls, but a concept we uh, teach in there too is value over vanity. And here's the thing. If you want the most gangster breakdown on vanity and just how meaningless certain things can be in life, go read Ecclesiastes in the Bible. It's 12 chapters, that thing. Solomon will have you tripping on all of your goals, hopes, dreams, all of that. But I think it's important to understand a lot of life, it is meaning meaningless in the sense of like, so that word meaningless in the Bible with the Hebrew translation of it is like vapor or smoke where it can, it's there, it looks cool. Kind of like EJ is saying like, yeah, I see the ads, it's there. But when I actually go to try to grab it, it's, there's really nothing there. It's a copycat. And I think the reason for that is because people are so quick to try to get to the marketplace. They're like, ooh, he's doing that. I want to copy. That looks cool. And they don't realize they're copying a copy of a copy, okay? Instead of taking the time, and again, this is why it isn't sexy because to stand out, It takes time. Mm
0: -hmm. Let's
1: just use an example of like the gym. All right. If all of us went to the gym and we took our shirts off, there would be people that stand out and for good ways and people that stood out for bad ways. But we (laughs) know for both of those on each side of the extremes, both of those took time. And that's true. That's very
2: true. Yeah.
1: Yes. And so when you want to stand out, I think the first thing to realize is, it's not overnight. Like certain things you don't want to be overnight. Mm hmm. Okay, if I told you, um, let's say uh, you were about to get operated on, right? Would you want to pay the surgeon that was fresh out of school and this is their first one? Or would you want to, the surgeon that's been doing it for 10 years? Yeah. Like uh-huh. they've probably seen some things. So, so, so this is what our generation has, which is dumb. How do I get the 10 years of experience without the 10 years of experience? Was, mm. Well, part of it. You can't <laughs> like yeah. if you, you want to be the guy that's been doing it for ten years. You got to start now and commit. Yeah. And and here's what I think most people get. Like so many people's podcasts, they've launched eight different podcasts in eight different niches, and what they would have realized, any of them would have been successful if they just stuck it out long enough. Something mm. I like to do is you go look at like a, a YouTuber you might respect or appreciate, go to their videos, and then filter. Like backwards in time and go look at the oldest. And sometimes you just got to get in the game and you got to stick with it. And something what they were trying kind of wasn't working. And then they were, they were, they were active. They were in the game. Okay. And then they found something and they, they nurtured it and they stuck with it. And that thing growed. It was that seed. If you and heard so, Elliot's podcast on the first episode
2: <laughs> compared to like our new stuff, oh my night, God. Night <laughs> Is the growth? Is it's, there okay? It.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And so, um, and so imagine if you were like, eh, I'm gonna do this podcast. Okay. You know what? Now I'm going to go try this golf career over the up. Uh, and then now I'm going to try to, uh. and so, and it's a lot easier to commit to something when you know, it's from God, because there's going to be times where you're just waiting and it's not perfect. And it doesn't go against, you know, this is why I like coaching too, because I wish that life played out in a, all right, here's module one and then module two and then module three of your business like an online course, but there's, the reality is that sometimes life has a way of saying, you know what, fluff you and your module, here's <laughs> this. And you got to try to navigate these things. And if you aren't really bought into what you're doing, you are going to uproot. And so that's yeah. why I think it's good. When you know that, all right, this, I'm on assignment from God, God is behind this. This is within my purpose. This is why I exist. When the views aren't there, you'll stick with it. And you'll keep developing and cultivating it. When the haters jump, yeah. Right. Because they will come. If they the haters aren't there, you just don't have anything worth hating on yet. So once you get better, they will. Um, when people kind of betray you, you haven't been betrayed, is because you haven't been out there enough in the serving enough people. Mm. This is human nature. It will happen. And so if you don't really care, those are gonna be the things that take you out. So it's funny, it's funny,
2: like thinking about it. Um, it applies to beyond business especially in 2021 Mm -hmm. like i look at relationships nowadays very what can i get out of it quickly and if i don't see that uh harvest really quickly they dip right but now it's like they keep trying with different people
1: yeah and now it's just oversaturated you are they don't realize hey i'm the common denominator man i'm yeah. the glitter <laughs> they think everyone else the problem no it's you but then they'll look
2: at relationships of people who have been together for 50 years and call that goals
1: you know yeah. and think that it didn't have tough times right yeah. like and and this is why i'm not caught up in the vanity like my wife and i's 11th anniversary 11 year anniversary popped up i didn't post a picture I ain't get to it, not because I'm against it, but it's like I know what we really have and it is real. So I'm not really trying to flex things, but I can mm. promise you every day of our marriage wasn't the classic Instagram smiling pic. There were some days I was like, I can't stand her. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on in her head? What is this? But it's because we've built that and we've pushed through it, we can have a relationship podcast. Absolutely.
0: All righty. Yeah. So, um, it was funny because our next question kind of leads into what you were just talking about was determining your worth when you have this platform. So if I assume, for example, like when you have your coaching thing, like for your, your course that you have for other people, uh, there are people who would ask or who have determined in their head what they think it's worth, but we're talking monetarily, monetarily. Yeah, absolutely. So in, how do you go about, determining your worth when it comes to the things that you create or the things that you give to people. Cause I think for a lot of people, they kind of don't want to oversell themselves because they feel like they're being prideful or they hate talking about money. Exactly. You EJ. <laughs> yep. 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 So how do you kind of toe the line with that? Great question. I think
1: again, I'm big on like, what is the actual value AKA the transformation that you're providing for who you're serving? And it's mm-hmm. important to understand that you aren't here to serve everybody. And you're you so you shouldn't worry about everybody's opinion. And it's actually easier, depending on what you're doing, sometimes it's easier to have a smaller audience and a bigger audience. And this is what I, it's important to understand as a content creator, we just usually think it's all about views. Like what's can I get the most viewership? Can I get the highest amount of downloads on my podcast?
0: Mm.
1: Well, let me ask you this, if you guys had, uh you know 8000 preschoolers watching or listening to your podcast i'm not saying you might not appreciate it but is that who you guys are trying to reach yeah no definitely not, not. <laughs> right and so it's not about a view every for so for me every view hasn't been equal to me right mm-hmm. there has been someone that has viewed our content and then called me everything in the book talked about my mama <laughs> Um, went to My Twitter to remind me about what they told me about my mama and DM me on Instagram just to seal it, just to seal the deal. OK, wow. so that was one view. But then I've had a, someone else that is viewed right and invested thousands of dollars with me and mm. followed me on every platform and showed support on everything. And so it's important to know that every view isn't the same and you need to go after the right ones. And the people that understand this usually do the best. And then you don't have a problem communicating your value because you're serving someone specific, mm-hmm. right? So let's say I a good example of this would be Victoria's Secret, okay? They're not worried about what we think about their bras, right? They're <laughs> like, these, are, okay, well, that's great, right? But this is what content creators will do. They'll be like, oh, the man told me my bra was worthless. Well, because like, it was? It was <laughs> worthless to him, okay? Now, what type of transformation will that do to the person that actually has it? Mm-hmm. And then, and so then there is some skill involved in this. But I think when it comes to determining your value, it's one, your ability to actually provide a transformation, and then you should try to price that accurately. But then you have to be able to communicate that. Mm. right? And so for example, I love what we're in with our coaching. so we're big on breaking level cap at least at level one with our coaching program. Breaking level cap, which is this idea of getting stuck in any area of your life four dimensionally. It could be faith relationships, energy, economics. So for, so my question to you would be and you got to understand opportunity costs for this what is it costing you to stay stuck in your business? right? So for someone, so let's say EJ, right? What is it costing you? I'm talking holistically, right? Across your entire life. Like if you were making $30,000 a month, would it be easier? You were talking about how you wanted to have a kid. You're like, I just kind of want to get ready though. Things like that make that a much easier decision. When you are making that kind of money versus living paycheck to paycheck, that literally affects your ability to be a husband, to be a to be a father, and that impacts the lifestyle that your kids live. Yeah, I I know what it's like to walk home from school, and I'm I'm I used to be like, dang, is my uh, and I I used to like I would walk home, and I didn't know if I want to invite my friends in to play video games because our electricity might be off.
0: Mm-hmm. So what I would
1: do to test it is I would go to the garage panel, put in the code. If that thing didn't come up, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me highlight at you a little bit later. I'm going to uh, go handle something inside. And when they walked out of the view, I walked through the back, had to pop the window and go in because we just wow. didn't have money sometimes. Right. Mm. I remember, and I made that I made my mind up that that's how I was going to do it, because there was one time we got evicted. I was playing 2K with my boy. There was a big knock on the door and my mom was at work. And it, it was I ain't never heard a knock like that. This ninja's <laughs> just knock was strong. I was like, am I going to have to fight? What the heck? I looked out there. It was like a little sheriff badge. I went and called my mom. I was like, "Mom, the police here." She was like, "Just ignore them. It's okay. They'll go away." Because that's what we <laughs> usually do. Like if the furniture <laughs> people came to take our furniture, they knock for like eight minutes. But if you just hide, they just go away, right? And you just keep <laughs> furniture until you think. Right? This is how I grew up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my kids don't know that. Like I was just looking at my son. Just boy, he's with his iPad, just scrolling through stuff. You know what I mean? And we were mm-hmm. playing games on it. But here's what I like about it. They are spoiled in some areas, but they just think so much more abundantly. Like they're mm. already thinking about changing lives and, and impacting people. And they they're not limited financially at an early age.
0: Interesting. Right.
1: And think about how some of these beliefs, like when we when we see poverty around us, think of how that programs us and, mm. and how limited our beliefs is. And I just talked about economics. What, what if you were to break that and change your business? how that could change things. But then let's go to your marriage. What if, what if you guys got to a level of intimacy and communication and vulnerability, right? Where there was, you just woke up just excited just because you were next to this person. Or think of someone that's about to go through a divorce. How much will it cost you to go through that? Think of the ripple effect through your family, through your kids. Um, Literally depending on what your situation is, it might actually really cost you a lot of money. What yeah. is it costing you to dance around your purpose and waste the most valuable resource you have in in this life, and yeah. not be on purpose? Like what? A tr- what? How much would it suck to spend your whole life in? Like we have students that, that that are saying this. You spend your whole life climbing a corporate ladder, decades of your life, like working hard, climbing a climbing a mountain just to get to the top to realize I climbed the wrong mountain. This isn't what I was supposed to be doing. Like you've wasted years of your life. So what kind of transformation, like what price would you put on transformation like that? Mm. How,
2: how would you convince, or not convince, but paint that picture for somebody who is in that mindset? I'll say somebody who's not like, I don't want to say all white people, but like immigrants or we come from. Black people. We come from like a world that's not designed to have us thrive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And sometimes I I hear some people and they're like, it's just a, a defeated mindset. How do you how, how how could you convince somebody to a fight that mindset and that really it is possible?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just the same way you defeat any lie with the truth right so look at the darkness is a lie when we bring in the truth which is the light do is there a struggle is there a fight right it's not like the light comes in and it's like a tussle and it's like can i it's like no lights on right the truth is there the lies can't help but just fall apart i see a lot of people fighting the truth though especially like (laughs) Just in well, I, life, <laughs> I would agree too, because I think at the end of the day, the truth is Jesus, and I see a lot of people fighting that. Yeah, I would agree, but I would say it isn't my job to to force you to believe the truth. Like I think, so for example, I my I don't look at what I do is trying to like you. You almost started with convince. Like my job isn't to play God, and so I'm not supposed to go into your life and say, "Hey, it's horrible. You need to fix it." you need to change things around how i position myself is say hey for anyone willing here i am right especially if i'm doing something that actually requires my time like i'm not going to coach someone that's not going to actually take the time to follow through on what i'm doing so i wouldn't True. even jump in that game i think it's important to know that you if you're playing the wrong rules right or even if you're um sometimes it is important to understand you when you're playing the wrong game that you don't that you either can't win or don't want to win. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know the value in I don't know if you were talking in a, maybe a specific situation but maybe it's like you have a friend or a family member that just won't change or won't see things clearly. I, I don't know why you would sit there and wrestle and force that person. Mm-hmm. Now if someone wanted the truth, right? Then I would talk about the truth and to what you said I just don't think that's true. And I think there's a lot of And what we need to understand is that our beliefs shape our reality. Right. And if you believe that you are in a world that's designed against you and that you can't succeed. okay, this is how I'll paint it. We all have facts in our life Mm -hmm. and the recipe, the formula for victimhood, which is perpetuated in the black community. A lot of black folks don't like me because I won't I'm not going to feed into the victim mentality. So the formula for victimhood, write this down. If you want to perpetuate that and you want to pass it on to your kids, it's easy. You have a fact. Fact equals fruit. And that's when you look at your life and you say, man, my dad's not in my life. I'm about to be like this. And so when everything happens, you say, look, is this fact in my life? When someone calls out a fruit like, yo, you you are broke. Yeah. Well, it's because of this fact in my life. You will always stay a victim.
0: Mm. and
1: and I have seen black people break out and you brought up black people. So this is, or immigrants or whatever. I've seen anyone, any, I told you my story. And that last mm. time I checked, I, 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 I haven't had a day where I didn't wake up black. And so <laughs> all those odds <laughs> that you, that you, um, have that you presented, I do not think that there aren't any facts. Like when we zoom in, I do believe there can be a fact, right. That, mm. It may not be favorable. And in some situations, I do believe, not as many as most people try to push. We'll see how far you want to get into that. But I do believe there are <laughs> go facts. Go as far as you want to go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I do believe there are facts where in life, it might be a disadvantage to be black, mm. right? I do believe most of them by the black community are, are exaggerated. And again, it's just victimhood. It's like, oh. oh, yep, this happened. And so this is the fruit.
2: How? Mm-hmm.
1: I think the formula for creation, right, is say, okay, there's a fact, but what is my focus on that fact? Am I going to sit there and focus on the storms and all the distractions around me and sink like Peter, who was actually walking on water? I'm going to keep my Mm. focus on my, on my faith, on Jesus, on things that are bigger than what's around me. And I think it's really hard Like if you know a black person that's been successful that even looks kind of like you in a similar situation, it's possible. So let's Mm -hmm. focus on how it's possible. I can't tell you, and this is from someone that's actually like in the streets. Like my DMs are full of young black men in inner cities and tough situations preaching this same stuff, Mm -hmm. okay? And and all these facts. I'm like, okay, so wait, what are you doing about it? Like you sit here and, and you're mad about being broke and you're on Instagram all day. I looked, you sent me your... Your screen time, and it's horrendous. Hmm. You were on Twitch for for six hours yesterday. You could have spent that time building a skill that you could use to serve someone around you, your community that would change your financial situation. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, I'm broke, man. I can't uh, can't afford your coaching. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Why are you broke? My job doesn't pay much. Okay, so it's your job's fault. Okay, so that's a fact. Well, at one point, right, at one point, I was making as much as a year in a year that I've made in a day. Mm-hmm. So I've, I know what it's like to be broke. And then this goes back. Are you guys familiar with the par, uh, parable of the talents? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. It's about multiplication, right? What did you get? You might have one. Let's turn it to two and then turn the two to four. Turn the four to eight. Let's get the momentum. Remember, we talked velocity. Let's go in the right direction. So, mm. yes, you might have it might be a fact that you have you were dealt. Two and someone else was dealt five. And you could be sitting there complaining, like, oh, I have less. all oh, and you, you stay in victimhood. Mm. But there's examples from these hoods. There's examples from these inner cities. It's not a myth. It's not something that we're just trying to create. We've seen people dealt a small hand, know how to work it. They flipped it. And, and it's not difficult. And when I actually start to explain it, these same people, they don't really have evidence for why these facts are still holding them down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen black men put on shirts that say, man, I hope I don't get shot today. And they live down the street from me. I'm like, hold up. You, you're in a nice neighborhood. You haven't had, how many violent interactions have you had with cops? None. I can't think of none. Hold up. How many have you had? A, a lot. How many of them have been good? Or how many have been your fault? Dang. Yeah. Okay. And so hold up. Are you really afraid that you're going to get out and get shot? No. No. No, I'm really not. Why are you doing it? Because we're busy. We're I like not that. Thinking. We're I just like that. reacting. Yeah. I like
2: that because it, it, um, I think a lot of people today, uh, jump on whatever the bandwagon is or the hype train. Yeah. And, uh, and on. like we had a, I'm not going to get too, too into it because Priya's not here, but we had a whole conversation about feminism and a lot of, just these different, everybody has to have a movement. Right. And kind of to what you're saying, like with the facts, if we look at all these movements, whether it be feminism or black lives matter or whatever it is, there's a lot of holes (laughs) in most of them. Yeah. And I think, I think you said it really well about not, uh, having that victim mentality. Right. Um, I think it's important. And I also think that a lot of people don't realize that that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah. Right. It's idolatry because yeah. we do have this pot in our heart, this design for worship, right? Yeah. This design to go to our creator. But sometimes we don't like the rules of that.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't
1: like all that comes with it, right? Because yeah. if I really, really commit to God, dang, I got to stop going to that website. At yeah. night. Or if I really, really get right with God, I got to stop talking to my co-workers like this. Right. I actually mm. have to change. You know what I mean? But when I can make feminism, my God, and I can worship that and I can spend this, It's almost like we, we just like one. And this is go read your Bible. This is example over and over and over. Right. Started in the in the garden. We had an idea. We could have just trusted God in his wisdom. We're like, you know what? Let's define it for ourselves. Let's do what's comfortable for me instead of just trusting in what God has which is why I gave that advice at the beginning. I think that's where we should start because that keeps us out of trouble. And I don't mean to, you know what I mean? I talked about victimhood. And the reason I'm so passionate about it is because I've done it and I'll find ways where I try to, and I'll try, and I'll, to this day, I'll find areas of my life where I try to do that. And I try to play that card, right? Mm. And, and and like you said, I think it's very, very dangerous, but it's convenient and it's safe. And it's never been a better, there's never been a better time in human history to, to be a woman or black
0: absolutely so yeah i agree with that i 100 percent agree um one thing that actually like it was when we found out that you were coming on it was interesting because we were like this is as much as it is an opportunity for us to learn and get some advice from you but it's also i think for our listeners as well because i think it's it's cool to see how you said it's like a smaller group of people who are actually invested in it is way more valuable than a bunch of people that are just there as numbers. They're not really people that are listening. So I found one of the things that we were talking about, it's like, we want to create more of like a, like of a family dynamic with people. Cause like, we're like, we want to interact with the people that are riding with us that are, who are listening to our content daily. Again, it's not a big number, but it's people that are there consistently. And that's all that matters to us. So for us, we wanted to ask you, like, what is some advice you would have for us specifically for our podcast. Something that yeah. you think that you've seen from other creators or stuff like that, that you think can help us interact with our listeners better and how our listeners can interact with us better.
1: I love it. So you're giving me permission to coach you.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Right All right, cool. Just so y'all know, I'm straight. I'm direct. Bow. And just cause that's the most effective. Absolutely. And I think, I think you guys should spend more time figuring out who you want this podcast to be for. Mm. And why, and what you want it to mean for them, right? I don't, to start, right? I don't, I wouldn't do a podcast for everybody and just say it's for anyone. Like you guys might like talking about everything, might like talking about certain topics. Think about this. And so you said, how can you be more valuable Mm. and to the people that we want to make it like a family vibe? I think the best thing you could do is know exactly who you want to target. So imagine you're preparing a dinner and you're gonna invite the part like people that you would love. Like if you sat down to dinner with them and you guys were talking about the topic of this podcast, you would love it. It would be there, you would be, it would be the best. Let's say you're gonna do it for eight hours. It'd be the best eight hours of your life. And so think about who do I want to surround my life with? And who do I who do I want to be family? Cause you said that. Mm -hmm. And so an example of this was or I would say a bad example of this for me in my life was when I first got started, I was doing Madden tips. Okay. And we had actually built this up pretty good. And then I was wondering why, Hey, I'm making decent money, but I'm waking up and I'm not really enjoying my life. Hmm. Like I'm really not because it was who I was surrounded with at my table. And it's not to say that Madden players are bad. And there were some amazing people in there, but I realized I just didn't like waking up and just my whole day was consumed with Madden and teaching Madden and Madden questions And so there was a point where I was actually successful, I guess you could say, and I was miserable. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to know who you want and who you're inviting to this table. And that way, you know, you can deck that table out specifically for them. But imagine I was at the food court and I was like, hey, attention all stay at home moms in the inner city of Chicago. Well, then every ninja that isn't that would keep walking we're like this is ninja, right? But <laughs> yeah. the people that did come would be coming on fire. They would be, Hey, like, I really want to know what you got to say because you're speaking to me.
2: Yeah, And that's mm-hmm. why
1: a lot of times, and I've been doing this for a while. I know how to speak to certain audiences. So like when, when people will join our coaching program, they're like, dude, you were beating me up in that video. And it's because I know exactly who I'm talking to. And, and, and I, and, but here's the thing too. So that makes you more polarizing. So you will, by nature, have more people say no, but there'll be better people that actually want what you have, mm-hmm. and so you can almost leapfrog, right? And so say, you know what, this podcast is for mm, this person, and imagine like a target or like a, yeah, like a target, right? You guys want a bullseye, and you want to be so specific to who you're speaking to, but you should do it in an area that you want to be in, yeah, right? Like, don't just go get inner city stay at home moms just because there's opportunity there right and so and then once you have that it gets really easy for you to grow because you're speaking to your people and they want what you got and if you get specific enough there might not be a lot of people in that area so when people find you they the really want to share with you in, and yeah. if you yes and if you can find other communities online so let's say i did have a podcast for stay at home moms in inner city Mm-hmm. Maybe not Chicago, right? That might be a little bit too specific. Um, but what if I realized, oh, there's an inner city stay-at-home mom conference? Let me talk to them, let me partner. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll promote their conference. And they're like, hey, y'all need a podcast to listen to? Check these amazing guys out over here. And then I'm like, oh, uh, whatever. If I can find other communities, any place mm-hmm. where they could be gathering. These are YouTube channels, profile, uh, Instagram pages, uh, blogs, forums, wherever. Like it, it just like we gather all, offline, we gather online. So just find these pockets, and then you try to be the voice of those people. It's mm. funny you say it; it sounds so
2: simple, <laughs> but yet it's not. It's, it's not I, easy for everyone away. to it, just it, do. It,
1: it is. It is. Yeah. Be, it is. Now here's again. This is why I say coach the, the everyone should leave here and get a coach, right? And I'm mm-hmm. not saying I should be your coach, right? But find someone around you that's done what you've done if not and if you can't afford anything, watch all of the videos, follow all of the people in your space that kind of and and try to think not just what they're doing so you can copy, but notice how they think, how they believe their strategy. Those are the things that matter. Not the little tactics on the end cuz those change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At one point MySpace was popping. At mm-hmm. one point, Facebook was, like, the thing. Um, and, again, for certain communities, some of them there still are. I don't know. In MySpace, not a lot of people on Facebook. There was a while for Jazz, little stay-at-home moms, like, they be on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't be on Snapchat. Some of the younger people be on Snapchat. And so, again, that just speaks to, like, you got to find – like, you might be talking to stay-at-home moms in the, in the inner city on Snapchat, and you're wondering why it's not working. Mm-hmm. Or – You have a podcast for uh, people that are deaf. And it's like, well, you're going against the grain. You know, you got to go with the grain of who you're trying to serve, right? And here's what's dope when you guys narrow it down. Don't over, this is why you need a coach because you're going to overthink it in your head. Mm -hmm. And what I I told you was simple. It's, you get it. You smart, EJ. Don't overcomplicate it from here. You just sit down, think about who you want to serve and then start speaking to them and speak long enough and effective enough for them to start hearing you. And that's when you can really scale it because let's say, EJ, I know you do the music ting. Let's say you were doing something for musicians. Mm-hmm. Do you think if I was a brand new musician musician, and if I spent the day hanging out with you, you could teach me a lot of things that would really help my career? Oh yeah. <laughs> Are there a lot of things that you've spent time doing and you did it the wrong way and messed up and had to learn and you made big mistakes? over the years okay so just like i was able to save someone 90 days and turn it into nine minutes you could be doing the same thing and we understand as humans we might do something the wrong way for so long it's a bad habit it's a pattern like Mm. your way of thinking which is why you think this is hard when it's not Mm. but um and so see how effortless like if 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 again i'm a new musician like oh i just got my mic ej i'm about to drop these bars um and i'm like i need your help though would you be like terrified, like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to answer any of these questions. I might be a little nervous. Or do you think like, yeah, I got you, bro. Let yeah, will help you. Yeah, Again, so what, what is that worth to that person? And then that's someone you could speak to all the pain points. You know how to speak to um, not being able to get traction or not being able to get the right sound. And so if you had a sales page or a podcast, you could describe that problem so Detail that every mm-hmm. musician is like, whoa, this guy gets me. He gets yeah. me. I need what he's got. Mm-hmm. I need what he's got. And, and that's the that's the beauty of being general, or not being general, but being a specialist. Just like doctors, who gets paid more? The general practitioner or the brain surgeon? It's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And is it the new brain surgeon or the brain surgeon that stuck with it for so long, saw yep. all the problems, saved all the lives? Who are they calling in for the big jobs and the big pay? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the person that's stuck with it. So that's the, I, someone I follow, his name is Alex Hormozzi. He has something he calls niche slapping. So like, if you're too broad, it's like whoosh, a niche slap and you got to go smaller to just focus. And then once you focus, and this is what people don't get as a content creator, a, a podcaster, when you go smaller, sometimes you can actually go bigger because you're not the general guy. You actually stand out and people actually care and will want to be a part of your family.
0: Mm, Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's not you, hard, I'll, I'll, Elliot. I'll, I'll.
1: Don't let him overcomplicate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone listening who is making content or thinking about it or just thinking about business, take the notes. Yeah. I get combos with Mav like this all the time. I'm always getting slapped up, but I like the truth. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've only met Mav today and I'm like, I'm already way more enlightened <laughs> than I was before. So, yeah. Nice. I, feel like, I feel
2: like a lot of people are going to hear you, Mav, and then be like, it makes sense why EJ talks and thinks the way he does. Yeah, hey. it
0: really does. There we go. There we go.
2: I like that. It and started at 16, I... though. It's funny. I've only known you for, what, two years now? About? Wow. Yeah. But it started at 16 because you had that targeted and I was just one of them people.
1: Yeah. And I was consistent. Yep. Yeah. And that's valuable to you. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's why when I'm and you're asking me these questions, I'm not like trying to pull them out my behind because I just rushed to doing it like I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. When we first launched our coaching, it wasn't because I was like, I'm guessing. It was like, no, I do this. Yeah. Like, ask questions. If we had more time, you know what I mean? There's not too many questions you guys would have that I wouldn't have something to say on it. And so yep. that's what I think people need to realize you've been if you're in a space long enough focused enough and it's really not even that hard to get better because no one's being intentional they're just trying to be speedy mm-hmm. not not thinking velocity yeah. it's like if you as you go through problems in podcasting zoom in on that problem fix it you learn the lesson you grow fix the problem learn the lesson grow In your music same thing and over time you look back like hey i'm kind of gangster
0: yep. yeah kind of gangster there you go but anyways we're gonna wrap this up with something nice with question of the week question of the week Question of the week. So,
2: it's a zombie apocalypse, okay? Mm, mm. And obviously, we would all take our families. But for the sake of the fun of the question, if you had to pick three celebrities to be your zombie apocalypse teammates, who would they be and why?
1: Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm gonna go... Is there a definition you guys have for celebrity? That's what I was like, gonna
0: ask. Can it be like sports celebrities, like, or is it like actors or musicians? No, any
2: any kind of celebrity. Okay, all
0: right. I'd say okay. I, I, I'd
2: say at least B list,
1: right? Okay. Like you got to know who someone they are. Pretty known. pretty pretty well known celebrities. All right. So I'm thinking survival is key here, right? So I'm gonna need someone with some stuff that could keep us alive. I'm gonna go like the Rock. I has was, to be was a good pick. <laughs> yeah, just because in all of those movies, he has to actually really know how to shoot. And then if it get like, what if we run out of ammo? Yeah. It gets up close and personal. He might need to grab a stop sign and just ow, bow, bow. <laughs> and so, and, he, and he's a shield too. He's yeah. pretty big. Yes, like if I if it come to it, all right, I'm hiding behind yep. the rock. Ah, and then I'm gone. So Rock, the Rock makes sense. After that, ugh, I, I was going to go with a pastor with my first vote, but I was like, <laughs> hold up. Went in there, um, but then my mind was like, hold on, hold on. T.D. T-D I Jakes. Do need, I need a little bit. Yeah, so someone like T.D. Jakes, uh, Stephen Furtick, Michael Todd. I might even throw Michael Todd in there. I'm really inspired by his faith, and yeah. that man has crazy faith. Mm-hmm. He likes to do a series on it. Yeah. And so yep. he would have the faith for us to get out of that crazy situation. So I'm going to have The Rock. Michael Todd, man, I will say this. I'm not really good at like names. So my, my wife, like my wife, will watch movies and she'll be, like, oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey's in it, or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. I, I'm thinking of a different dude. Like, I'll be <laughs> picturing Adam Sandler. And when he pops up, I'm like, wait, who is this? I thought, but so I don't want to get any names wrong. I would feel like we would need someone that's funny. Just for, you know, to keep us going. So, I'm going to go Kevin Hart. I like him. Like, he'd be good yeah. energy. He'd be And real. Kevin Hart with
2: The Rock, too? Yeah. Oh, They got duo. That's right. yeah, that's they nice. got a chemistry That's a good boost. combo. That's a good combo. Yes, that's good. Yeah,
1: so The Rock. You yeah, get bonus Hart. points
2: for that. That's like… Yeah. Michael Todd.
1: Yeah, yep. Synergy. Even, so, y'all take that. that.
0: Well done. All right. All right, All right Camargo. I got to do this quick before the Zoom thing shuts. Uh I would choose… He mentioned survival. So, I was going to think like someone like Bear Grylls… Or someone like that, mm-hmm. Knows like survival Which, like, who stuff outside. He's, he's like a, a an out, outdoor wilderness yeah. like survival guy. He like guy. he
2: like he like drinks his
1: pee and. and oh yeah, you
0: need one of them. He would yep. just he would just know. I would oh, take. He look
1: like he drink pee. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, like in a gangster way. You know what I mean? Like, I mean he does. A, he he owns it too. There's yeah. probably like a bad version of drinking pee. No, I mean like
0: the good version. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like that. It's that pure right? pee? That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I think I would choose. Oh, I choose, like, Dave Bautista. He's, like, he's the Mm. other, like, the other big celebrity. So, I choose him. a wrestler? Oh, he used to be the wrestler. Yeah. 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 And then I choose probably, like, a UFC fighter or something. Or a boxer. Bring, like…
1: Someone with hands.
0: Yeah. I get uh, Canelo Alvarez. There. Those are my three right there.
1: Yeah.
0: I would pick… I would pick… What's
2: that UFC fighter, Elliot? Uh, The new new African. He's, like, Francis Francis Ngannou.
0: Francis Ngannou.
2: Yeah. That's a great one. I pick, and I want him to be African because survival. I just feel like they survive better. (laughs) Okay. Right. And then I'd pick Tom Cruise. That's a good one. Mm. Because he does all his stunts. Yeah. So he knows Uh. like he
1: knows survival. And if it gets bleak, if it looks impossible. Yeah. You got him. Yeah.
2: And then,
0: geez, my third one. I need somebody big. Trying to think of like basketball players or something, but they're like lanky big. They're not big, big. If right. he was alive still, I'd pick Michael Clark Duncan. That's pretty good.
2: But he's not. So I, I kind of like The Rock. Answer. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of like guy. The, I kind of yeah, like
0: The, the Green Rock. Guy. Yeah.
1: Rock, yeah. You you be Rock?
0: yeah. Just consistent on all fronts for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just makes sense.
0: Right? Absolutely. But there you go, guys. Let us know. Question of the week. If you had to bring three celebrities to a zombie apocalypse to survive, who would you bring? I can't speak English sometimes. We just know this.
2: You can't tech today. You can't can't speak English. Your Wi-Fi can't
0: Wi-Fi today. I know. It just just decided to not work. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you guys got topics, comments, things you want us to talk about, you can DM us at conflict and interest uh, on Instagram conflict in interest or you can email us at conflict at gmail.com follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts as well leave a written rating on Apple Podcasts it really does help boosting promotion and advertising for the show as well we're on YouTube uh, all the links are in our Instagram, we'll have full visuals up especially when we got IMAV here so it's going to be fantastic but anyways I'm going to let iMaverick plug your stuff man let the people know where they can find you Man, I would
1: say uh follow me on check out my podcast, Creator Podcast. Yeah. Uh just search it on your favorite podcast app or go to the creatorpodcast.com. Follow me on Instagram at Dion Does. There you go. And then EJ, where can they find you at man?
0: Instagram. It's the only place I stay. But that's this is Juan96. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Fantastic. But Maverick, thank you so much, man, for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Lots of great insight. And I hope you guys took away. Uh, Something from this awesome conversation. Honestly, it was great. Thanks for having me. Yep. Appreciate you. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will catch you guys next week.